0: Welcome everybody to Aftershock Podcast. This is the first episode, the exclusive first episode of my brand new podcast hosted by yours truly be love. And I'm back, you guys. (laughs) I'm back. Uh, I took a little hiatus. um, For a while, I was actually on the air with another show. We'll get into that a little bit later. But Took a little hiatus to get myself together and take care of a few family problems, but I'm back. I'm here. I would just like to introduce myself. Um, My name is B Love. Like I said, I uh, got started in the business about two years ago in Atlanta, and podcasting has just always been my thing. I've always been interested in it since it started. So um, I got into it in Atlanta and joined a show there and ended up moving back here where the road has led me to um, a former business partner, um, well, should I say boss of mine, um, and we had a show for about a year called Static Energy Podcast, and um, unfortunately... It seemed to have come to an abrupt end over a very stupid subject, over a very stupid argument. It just leads me to believe that, hey, um, my time was up and there was another door opening. Um, There was doors slamming closed behind me, but there was also doors opening up directly in my face. So thank you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I want you guys to Expect a lot from me. Um, I'm going to be coming to you all with the latest topics and trending news, uh, pop culture, politics, Uh, we'll touch on that a little bit, love and relationships, we'll touch there. Um, And just about everything in between what's trending, what's happening, what's going on right now. I am a person of current news. I like to talk about the things that are going on right now. So you will hear a lot of what's happening in today, um, in the world news and the entertainment news. So you will be expecting that for me, be expecting a lot of visuals, be expecting a lot of, um, jokes, a lot of laughter, a lot of content. You guys will be getting all of that for me. Um, so with all of that being said, my Rocky start in my shaky intro, you guys have to excuse me because it's been a while since I've been on the air, but we're going to go ahead and switch gears and we're going to talk about George Floyd. Um, this this is one of the first subjects that I wanted to touch on because I have a very goofy subject for you all in a little while, but I wanted to get the more serious and more important stuff out of the way first. Uh, George Floyd was a black man that was murdered by the police and Minneapolis I'm sorry I always have a Hard time pronouncing that city's name Minneapolis um on May 25th of this year Um what had Seemed to have happened was George Was I guess claimed to have been Spending um fake Dollars counterfeit money Um I heard another story That he was trying to Cash a fraudulent check and Or was trying to cash a check and did Not have his ID Um And the story spun that at first, you know, they have to cover their tracks first. That at first, George was resisting arrest. And that's why we had to put him down. Mind you, what I did not mention is the way he was killed by the police was he had four, three, I'm sorry, three full-size police officers full-size, grown-ass people, 100-plus pounds with their knees on this man's legs, his midsection, and then the officer that uh, is is under the most scrutiny right now out of all of them um, was this officer, this piece of shit that had his knee in this man's neck as he cried out helplessly, listen, I'll cooperate. Can I please stand up? I can't breathe. Can you guys help me? Let me up. Everything hurts. Um, Then uh, he started bleeding out of his nose, scraping his face off the concrete, pleading with the police. Can he help me? And unfortunately, while Mr. Floyd was on that ground, he unfortunately passed away with the the needs of those white police officers in his back. (sighs) and the most disturbing part I would have to say about this whole occurrence is the fact that this man not only died okay that like that had to been bad enough but these police officers remained with their knees in this man's back helplessly he was already handcuffed Sorry, I didn't mention that. You have to excuse me. I'm a little bit angry, so I might be jumping back and forth with this story. But he was handcuffed when he was on the ground with, with those police officers' knees in his back. So it was uncalled for for you to have a man on the ground with his knees in his back, with, with a knee in, in a man's back. I mean, come on, that, that's not even protocol to put a knee in somebody's back. What police training taught you to do that? But that's neither here nor there, I guess, apparently at this point in time. But as I was getting to, not only did this man die, but these police officers left their feet, their knees, their body weight completely on top of this man's lifeless body for another four plus minutes until the ambulance arrived. What in the hell? You didn't think, or, or these officers didn't think that to cross their mind that after this man stopped moving and became lifeless, then maybe we should check on him. No, what they do, they kept their knees in this man's back. They rolled his lifeless body, and I mean just flung it. If you guys have not seen the video of this latest pre- police brutality incident, it's on YouTube. I don't even have to send you a link. You can Google it. You can pull up the man's name. They even made a wiki page for this event. Um, But they rolled and slain his lifeless body onto a gurney and lifted him away. Now, I'm going to rewind a bit. There was three officers that had their knees in this man's back that all three of them thought that this was okay there is a fourth asshole that was just standing there watching this happen a police officer was standing there watching this happen I guess trying to do crowd control telling people to back up telling people mind your business or whatever the case he was he stood there with his hands on his belt Like a fat ass Carl Winslow and watched as his partners, as his brothers in blue, murdered this man. So now guess what? All four of them have been terminated from the Minneapolis Police Department. And um, that's not enough. That's not enough yet. Termination. So what? What's termination? What's terminated? I've been terminated before. That didn't stop me from going to get another fucking job. You might have been terminated before. That didn't stop you from going to get another fucking job. What the fuck is termination? No, 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 no. You see, I've had a lot of people on Facebook, um, on, on Twitter, on Instagram, and I voice my opinion. I hate it. This is nasty. This is disgusting. And I'm tired of seeing it. As a black man that lives in this country, that was born in this country, I am tired of seeing it and being treated like I'm an outsider or seeing my people treated like they are from somewhere else or like they don't belong here. But termination, what is termination? Well, I don't think that's good enough. And apparently neither do the citizens of Minneapolis because they are rioting. As we speak, as you listen to this podcast, this is a 2020 version of what went on with Rodney King back in the late 80s. This is a 2020 version of what happened in LA after those verdicts came down with the police officers. Now, mind you, we don't have any verdicts yet, but... I do understand the anger and the frustration of the people of the city of Minneapolis and those brothers and sisters, whether white, blue, black, or brown that are deciding to stand in solidarity with this event have traveled to Minneapolis to decide to riot and display their colors as well. The people are tired. We are tired of seeing this. Do you know what it's like to be a black man in America and have to walk out of the door? Wondering if you're going to make it back home just because the cop just is having a bad day? Or do you know the fear that you get as a black man in this country when the cops pull their car behind yours and tell you and follow you? Or do you know that gut-wrenching adrenaline that runs through your veins when those cop lights turn on? Mm. And if you don't know, you should ask. It's a terrible feeling and... And that's what we're tired of. We're tired of feeling like that. The police are supposed to protect and serve, not murder and destroy. And that's what police have been on since this thing has started, since the days of Malcolm X, since the days of Martin Luther King, since the days of Huey P. Newton, since the days of, of Angela Davis and all of the Black Panther leader. We're tired of it. We're tired of it. And the only way that, like I said, I had people asking, well, I don't understand why they riot. I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense for them to riot. What is that gonna solve when they riot, when they tear shit up? What is that gonna fix? A whole hell of a lot. And I'm gonna tell you why and where it starts. See what happens is us of black people as a race, African-American, we have tried the peaceful protesting. We have tried. The peaceful marches. We have tried the peaceful uh, 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 boycotts. We've tried all of that. We've tried all of that. And and, 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 and then it hasn't worked. It has not worked. We are still damn near in square one. Might be one and a half now because we don't have Jim Crow laws. But we ain't too goddamn far from Jim Crow. We ain't too damn far from that area. So we might be a half step past Jim Crow now, but we still dealing with the same shit. Not even our ancestors dealt with. Some of these people listening, not even your ancestors. We're dealing with the same shit, fears, and insecurities from the police that our grandmothers and grandfathers, our uncles and aunts, our cousins have dealt with since they were children. That's why the people of Minneapolis are rioting. They're tired of seeing the same thing. Unarmed black man slain by the police. But not only was this man slain by the police, his neck was driven into the ground for four more minutes after he was dead. The only way it seems like we get answers, and I'm sorry, I'll even go back. We've tried all of the peaceful ways. We've even tried to go through the justice system and put Trust in our justice system. And what happens? What happens when you put trust in America to fight our battles? What happens when you put trust in your local prosecution and your local mayors and your local government? What happens when you put the trust in them to handle these situations? I tell you what happened. You have a George Zimmerman walking the street. You have people like George Zimmerman Who gets off from a killing? Um, If you don't know who George Zimmerman is, George Zimmerman is the motherfucker that killed Trayvon Martin. And he got off. Wasn't even a cop. And he got off. He's walking the streets. He is selling memorabilia from that incident, from him killing a young black boy. We have motherfuckers walking the streets like George Zimmerman when we try to take the chance and trust in our justice system and let them fight the battle. No, they let motherfuckers walk free. You know, that's what we're tired of. Motherfuckers walking free. We're tired of these. What was boys name? Dylan Ruth? I'm sorry if I have his name wrong. Motherfuckers going into churches, slaying 15, 20 people. How come they get arrested and get to walk into jail and have their day in court? What about the motherfuckers that go in these schools? And light these schools up with machine guns. What do they do? They get arrested. Hey, them motherfuckers even get a, a, a bulletproof vest to put on when they're walking from in between courtrooms and in, in the police uh, 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 vehicles. They get bulletproof vests. They get protected. But what do we do? Brother was trying to cash a check, didn't have his ID or whatever. Even if he was using a fraud check or some fraud money. That does not equal a death sentence in any way, shape, or form. It does not equal a death sentence. That's what they're tired of seeing. That's why they're rioting. So when you've tried to be peaceful, and and just about, I could say everybody listening to this podcast or everybody that's going to listen has had a point. Well, whether maybe it was your kids, Maybe it was a cousin. Maybe it was a friend. Maybe it was a loved one. Where you maybe were fed up with something that they were doing. Maybe you were fed up completely and totally fed up with something they were doing. You might have tried to handle the situation the nice way. Then you might have tried to handle it the nice way again. And then, you, hey, I'll even give you a fourth time. You might have even try to handle it the nice way again. But you know what? On that about fourth or fifth time... That you're dealing with your child after you done told him to stop. Don't touch that. Stop. I know you did not be in that toilet. After you done told him that shit four or five times. After you done told Ray Ray to pay you back that $20 about four or five times. You know what I mean. You get fed up. What happens next? And especially my parents understand. My parents probably understand where, where I'm going with this more than anybody else. You get to that fourth or fifth time with your child. It's time for action. It's time to whoop some ass. It's time to discipline. It's time to put some some some, some asses in seats. It's time to put some noses in corners. If you all choose to discipline your children alternatively, I still believe in the old fashioned ass whooping. But if you don't, you get it. You get what I'm saying. At, at some point in time, you were taking action you tried to handle things the peaceful way the proper way but at some point it was time to take action that's what these people of Minneapolis have decided they have decided fuck this bullshit enough with trusting in this justice system enough with trusting in these people these prosecutors fuck these goddamn police it's time to take action we've seen this too many times we've asked you all to stop killing us too many times now it's time to take action and i'm gonna tell you why i'm gonna tell you why rioting is in this case sometimes sometimes important you don't want to listen to us when we're peaceful when we entrust in you with our justice system, you fail us. So now what are we going to do? We are going to tear up your shit until we get answers and the answers that we want. The answers that we deserve as the people. As, and, uh, I mean, you know, this goes beyond uh, 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 black and white. I, I'm, I'm going to say that this goes beyond black and white. These motherfuckers that kill these kind of people have no sense of love or respect for humanity. Yeah, it happens to 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 black people more, but it also does happen to whites, Puerto Ricans, Mexicans, uh 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 uh, you know, and every, every Middle Easterns. Everybody in between your job is to protect and serve, not to kill and destroy, place fear and danger into people's hearts. That's not what police are for. You're quick to to, 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 to run down on on a black man coming out of a store, but you motherfuckers want to take 10 minutes to respond to a domestic violence call. You guys want to take 10 minutes to respond to shootings. Hell, I've even heard in Chicago that, hell, sometimes they don't even respond to gunshots. What are y'all motherfuckers doing? You're collecting a check to ride around in a police cruiser to look cool, hiding up on hillsides, trying to ticket people, running license plates just for no reason, following and tailing people. That's why they're riding. That's why, because they're tired of the same shit. They're tired of living in fear. We're tired of living in fear. We're tired of seeing our brothers and sisters slain on these streets for no goddamn reason. So that's why they're rioting, because once you tear up the white man's pockets, guess what happens? You tear down Target, you light up an zone on fire, you light cars and shits in the street on fire, you bust stores in. Guess what? Those people know people. Those people that own those businesses, they know people that we don't know. Or that we can't get in touch with. Or that won't take the time to sit down and talk to us because they're so high and mighty. They made so much money, they live on the other side of fucking town. Or if they even live in town at all... And, and, and they don't want to be bothered with the petty little bullshit. But whoa, shit, my just—I just cleared five hundred thousand dollars in profit at my Target store last month. Y'all motherfuckers just burned it down. I cleared over a uh, shit, whatever. Just sake of numbers, I cleared over thirty million that month in that Target store. Now it's burned down. I did two hundred thousand dollars in profit out of my bakery, and now it's burned down. That's what these white people are saying. So what are they doing? They're getting on their phones. They're calling judges. They're calling their attorney friends. They're calling their governor friends. Hey, guess what? This shit got to stop. Y'all done tore down, the city done tore down my beat. Y'all got to do something for these people and this stuff has to stop. I am losing too much money. You guys have to do something. Prosecute those cops. And now it becomes a point where whites don't even look out for whites no more. The pocket starts to look out for the pocket. Fuck them four officers. I'm losing 40, 50 million a month. Fuck them. Throw them in jail. Get y'all city back together. And let's get back on track. So shit shoots down the pike. And then boom. And you, you start getting answers. That's how answers start to come about. That's why we riot. When you tear up shit, people get to talking and solutions come by a little bit quicker when rioting happens. Um, What I would also like to say is that it seems that uh, from what I understand now is the FBI federal Bureau of Investigation has taken over this investigation from the Minneapolis to police department, which I think that was a great move by our justice department because uh, you have the internal bullshit, Uh, uh you know, just the same thing that happened here in Niles, Ohio. You had a killing like like such a uh, buddy of mine, Matthew Burroughs. Burroughs, I'm sorry, Matthew Burroughs. Same thing happened. Unarmed black man shot and killed by the police here in my own town. Those officers got their jobs back. They moved forward with their lives. And, and they're just pressing on like nothing ever happened. So what happens is, is why, you know, you can't have that is the case of you can't have your own police investigating their own kind. You cannot have your own police department investigating its own police. So I totally agree with the FBI being called in, and I, I I hope they scan through all of the motherfucking police at the Minneapolis the Police Department and scan through all their files and fire all them crooked motherfuckers that need deserve to be fired in there. I hope they get whitewashed. I hope they have to completely start over as far as their police is concerned. So kudos to the FBI for taking over the case. Uh, like I said, let's just hope that you all decide to do the right thing. One thing I do like that's going on in Minneapolis is the mayor, Jacob Frey, or Ferry, Frey, one one of the two. Jacob is his first name. We're just going to call him Jacob. Jacob seems to be that man. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to hold you. I've been watching this guy's press conferences. I've been watching him speak. I've been watching him uh, 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 call for for justice. I mean, this guy has been on the ball and on the right side of the field. He is calling. Well, number one, he moved to terminate all of those police. But like we said, that's not good enough. So, what also after a second night of rioting, the next day came. Now he is calling for those police to be prosecuted. Um, but hey, it, it, you know the mayor can only do so much. Um, he is trying to make the right, take the right steps and. And he's disgusted. I can definitely say that he seems genuinely disgusted by the the actions of his very own police department. He is, is the commander in chief of his police department, and he is totally disgusted. And I like the way that he is responding to this situation and um we need more men like him and if this is the case if this truly is this guy because we never know politicians will turn around and show you their ass quicker than anything else but if this is really this guy's real intention we need more men like him on the forefront of this country running this country to see the injustices and to see the things that are going on and try to call for action against these things that are happening we need more men like jacob Frey running this country so Kudos to you, Jacob, Mayor Jacob. Kudos to you. Um, and it seems like now, since all of this is going on, the mayor's speaking, the riots are happening. There are a lot of people waking up. But there are also still a lot of people sleep. And I mean that by what I mean by the people that are asleep. If you don't find... Anything wrong in what that cop did? Click off this podcast right now. in my shit. Delete it. Remove it from I, I I don't even want my vocals to penetrate your your hearing. If you don't find the problem in what that officer did, you are a part of the problem. You are. Come on, stand up, look at the facts. How about you look at the facts before you open your mouth and try to defend a piece of shit officer like that man? Oh man, there's people right and left. I've been seeing people getting fired for commenting on this subject. I have seen people um, slain on Facebook and social media for some of the things that they have said in regarding to this subject. I have seen it. So if you don't, Find a problem and what happened, maybe you need to step back, reevaluate yourself, maybe reevaluate this situation and or maybe just realize and just go ahead and say it as you are a fucking racist. If that's what you are, just say it so we know to stay the fuck away from you. Be open about it. If you want to be racist, you bold enough to talk about it behind our backs. Be bold enough to talk about it to your boss. Be bold enough to talk about it with your co-workers Be bold enough to talk about it with your general manager. Be bold enough to post a status on Facebook and tell us how disgusted you are with the black race. If that's what you feel, step up, be bold. Step up and be bold if that's what you feel. But stop hiding about it. Stop pussyfooting about it. I can't respect the closet racist. You ain't even balls enough to be racist in public. You want to be racist on Twitter and on Facebook, on Snapchat. Oh, them motherfuckers don't don't pay me. No, never mind. It's the motherfuckers that are openly racist. Yeah, them the motherfuckers I like to see. Them the motherfuckers that, that deserve one square off in the mouth. Not these pussy motherfuckers that hide behind social media and a cell phone to get a response and get a rise out of people. So... I ask all of you people that are listening that have been a part of this podcast so far, take 10 seconds and just send some good vibes, some good energy out to Mr. Floyd's family. Send some good vibes and good energy, good prayers, good blessings to the people of Minneapolis and um, that they might see justice, that we all might see justice for George Floyd. All right. Cool. All right. So I think it's best it. We go ahead and get to the funny stuff. Whoa, boy, the funny stuff. Um, last night, I was on a date night, and it just so happened to be perfect. I took my girl to a place in Cleveland called Zanzibar Soul Fusion. Um, best soul food around. I mean, to be honest with you, if she didn't go, I was probably going to go by myself because that food is the bomb. If you not, had not had Zanzibar in Cleveland, Ohio, they have two locations. Google them right up there. Check them out. If you love soul food, promise you, you won't be disappointed. They'd be back in, in that kitchen, sticking them elbows in that food. Um, and we had a perfect day. Perfect day. Spent a little time together. Had a perfect day. All um, to come home. <laughs> and I, I said all of that to say that I was off of Facebook for quite some time. But come to find out, I guess apparently Youngstown, Ohio has started some sort of half-cocked-ass version of Bad Girls Club. Jesus Christ. And if you could have seen, man, I, oh boy, What well, I'll just start here and try to give you guys the visual. And if you guys don't get the visual, you can find my page on Facebook, Blair Floyd, find me. Um, you can see some of the videos and the clips, chime in, comment in, let me know what you think. But it seemed like there was a, a group of people that. Got together some of about the most ratchet looking shits out of Youngstown, Ohio. And it was about 15, about 10, 15 of them. They put them on this makeshift party bus. Now that's the first thing I want to talk about. Then we're just gonna dig dig deep into this a little bit deeper. They put these girls. On a makeshift party bus. This shit was a Ford Econo line. Uh, uh, one of them church vans. It was a church van. With a bench seat on the inside of it. Wrapped around. They put party lights. And, and, and it looked like it was some half assed party lights. And, 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 a, and a Bluetooth speaker. If you're gonna. Let, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. If you're gonna try to image. And mock something that you see on TV, If you're going to try to take another idea of another producer or another show creator and try to ease it into your own, at least have the funding to do it. Let me just start there. I'm going to come back around to that funding topic. That funding topic has a lot to do with this money. Have the funding to do it. And then this video, I mean, oh, you guys just have to watch it. You guys just have to watch it. Uh, But this video was these girls and they were on this bus. They got on this church van and they were carrying the fuck on. I mean, they really tried to make it look like, a, a a a sorry ass version of Bad Girls Club. It was like if you ordered Bad Girls Season One off of Wish, that's the that's the that's the product that you would get. The shit that was filmed out of Youngstown last night, and then it was filmed on live. The funding. You're filming an episode of so called Bad Girls Club of Youngstown. All you got is a motherfucker running it live, off of his goddamn Facebook funding have the money to be able to put on a show of that caliber you want to bring in a successful franchise bad girls club is a successful franchise and i hope in some way shape and form that they come and shut all motherfuckers to fuck up because i know if i had any rights or privileges over bad girls club in the empire that i have created off of that name after I would have seen that last night, oh, it's cease and desist. I'm sending orders out all day. Cease and desist, or you're going to owe me everything you got. It was a mockery. And I mean, you know what? I'm going to say this. I enjoy Bad Girls Club. I used to enjoy watching that show. My ex, ex of mine made me watch it with her all the time. And I got I grew to love it. I grew to love it. And yeah, okay, granted the show was ratchet and it's just a bunch of girls fighting and carrying on. But guess what? This, it had a story plot. There was a storyline that you can follow within the show to make you understand what was going on and why X, Y, and X was fighting Z and why Z was mad at A and why A didn't like D. It was a storyline. It was a plot. It was a scheme to keep you watching. To keep you going, to keep you interested, to keep you feeding in—it was a plot and scheme, man. Let me tell you, that shit last night had no fucking motive. It had no mother fucking motive at all. These people just met up on this party bus, and 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 and, and the, the first little couple seconds of the video—I'm not gonna say no names—but one of the organizers, they panned over to her and it seemed like she didn't know what the fuck was going on oh well we might end up at shells we might end up here i don't know where we gonna be but hey it's about to go down so y'all just make sure y'all be here where do we need to be do y'all know where y'all are going y'all got this party bus and then okay so fine whatever they get on the party bus and they on there mind you Let me start here with what went on on the bus. Mind you. I'm not saying that. You know what? Fuck that. That shit looked terrible. All of you. And woke up this morning. I'm pretty sure you were pretty fucking embarrassed that the entire city and then also surrounding states were slashing y'all shit. Y'all looked fucking miserable. You let anybody, y'all let anybody with a a good smooth talk come up to you and pipe your head up and have you thinking that some shit is really about to go down for you. On the episode of Bad Girls Club Youngstown. Pump faking these hoes. Got them all pump faked. That's why they was all on the bus because they was all pump faked. Think they was about to really be on TV somewhere. TVs aren't even filming shows right now. So how are y'all gonna put them on TV? All studios are still shut down. What deal do you have? Who, who, who's the producer? So, anywho, these girls on this bus, man, <laughs> were dancing, and just the bus looked like it smelled like old earring backs, abortions, um, you know, black mouths after you put them out. That stink that they give after you put the black and mild out and and, and old hot dog water. And just, I'll just go ahead and say it. It looked like it smelled like all of that plus bad pussy. It looked like it smelled like all of that plus some funk ass pussy. You put all of that on a bus, and you're shaking it around, and then so, all right I watched, I got in a little bit of the video, and I start watching it a little bit, so these girls' first destination to go act bad at was Shell's, the gas station, because guess what, there's no place to fucking go, did you think about that when you were putting this idea together, that you didn't have clubs and bars and and lit places to, to take these bad girls to? He took them to a bar that was empty on a Wednesday. And it was empty. Didn't have nobody in it but them. But let's go. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. Let me rewind. I told you I'm all over the place. I'm going to go back. These girls got out at Shell's on the south side of Youngstown. Which if anybody is listening. And if anybody is from the remote area of Youngstown, Ohio. Or any of the surrounding areas. Warren, Sharon. Y'all know. That that Shells on Market is the most ratchet gas station ever. So they did right by pulling up there, cause I know a lot of people that don't don't even want to. They'll run out of gas and let their car roll down Market before they stop at that gas station. So I, I, that is the most one of the. That's just a terrible place. <laughs> Shells. Many people have gotten shot there. Shot at. Uh, uh, one of my homeboys was just on there getting beat up the other day at Shells. I mean, come on, yo. So you pull up at Shells and literally, my point in telling you all all of this is because I want you to see and understand, or I want you to hear and understand that they had no plot or motive. They didn't even know where they were going when they were getting on the party bus. So these girls get to Shells and they get out of Shells and they're literally just standing around the parking lot of Shells twerking and, and trying to start fights and confrontation. they really trying to make it look real, but none of these girls have never even known, known each other long enough to have problems or confrontation because there's no storyline or plot. So you get them out at shells, get them acting ratchet, and then you try to get them to fight a little bit, carry on, act this, act that, you know. Then they get back on the bus shaking ass and, and riot and just literally there was no Oh man, mm. there was no motive, but let me stop there, pause there. Did any of those women, any of them, take a look in the mirror before they left the house? What's y'all call that leave out? Did y'all see y'all leave out? Was it matching y'all wigs? A lot of y'all look like y'all got them wigs out of the Halloween, the the uh 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 Halloween store, ha, uh holiday holiday Halloween, the Halloween place that open up during the holidays, so you can get your Halloween costumes. Man, one of them girls look like she had on a wig out of a halloween costume that shit was it looked plastic shiny and just nasty and it was stiff a lot of them other chicks had them stiff washed out old washed out tracks in and and, and, uh, lace fronts was peeling come on man did y'all look in the mirror before y'all thought oh i'm about to be on camera today regardless if it just was alive because i know y'all was pump fake a lot of y'all probably thought it was gonna be the big show and the big cameras was gonna be there, and the big producers was gonna be there, and but did y'all think to stop and look at a mirror to give a fuck? You got you got these girls looking terrible. You have makeup artists from the city offering to give y'all jobs for the free. Just in case y'all decide to look like this again, so these girls won't get drugged through the mud the way that they did. You didn't even have makeup or hair on set for them to even put them to the fuck together. Funding. Where's the funding? So now you got makeup artists and, and, and hairstylists, uh, legit ones, some non-legit, but are still doing their thing that are offering like, yo, look, holler at me the next time y'all do this so these girls won't get ran through this mud like this holler at me I will come and hook y'all up I will take care of y'all I will handle y'all holler at me because it was that bad it was that bad if you're gonna have a TV show part of having a TV show is the way you look because obviously we're looking at the television so if you look like shit what is is what? What is it? What? It's not appealing to look at a woman that can't shake her ass. Or just wants to get on, uh, have a couple of drinks and get drunk and get on the bus and act a fool. That's not appealing. We can get on YouTube and Worldstar for that. What are you creating? That's not appealing. We want to see some sexy ass shit. We want to see some sexy ass bro. Bad Part of Bad Girls Club stands for not just bad as in they look good. But bad as in they are actually bad. They're actually some turn up ass bitches and, and will go on the drop of a dime. That's, that's what a real bad girls club is. So I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't, I don't understand. So there was no funding. There was, there was no, it was just unorganized and all over the place. And now these chicks have, and I, you know what? A part of me feels bad. I'm going to tell you about the part of me that feels bad. Part of me feels bad because these girls actually thought that they were doing something with themselves. Girls that maybe really wanted to do something with themselves. Maybe that, that's the life that they chose. Maybe that's, that's the career path that they chose is to be in the entertainment business. But when, it, it, this is just a prime example. When you're led down the wrong path. You can have yourself looked in like looking like an ass. You can, you hook up with the wrong producer, the wrong promoter, they will have you out here looking terrible. So, a lot of these chicks woke up this morning and thought that they had a blast last night, thought they really created something last night, thought that they were going to wake up and be superstars, and they wake up to find out that they. All of them are being drugged through the fucking mud. Memes, viral. I mean, the one video I posted and I just did it because it was funny. It's got over a thousand, two, two, two thousand views. I just posted it this morning, two thousand views in like a, a handful of shares. Just because of that's how bad and how funny this shit is. And then the organizer was like, oh, you can talk about it. You can talk shit. Oh, we're still doing it. This is still happening. And, 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 and this is what we wanted y'all to do. So you wanted, you, you okay, I get you were reaching for a reaction from the people, but you really wanted to run amok of these girls this bad to give yourself some clout. You really wanted to run muck of these other girls. Meanwhile, while she, the one of the organizers was pressed up, jumpsuit, Taken care of. Her hair was fleeked out. Shoes fleeked out. And then you got all these other bitches looking like ratchets. I seen this. I seen this video. Uh, this meme. I actually I posted it. Uh, good friend of mine posted it. it said she looked like Vera from off of uh Harlem Nights. I am in charge of the girls. <laughs> said they had, She was up there looking like Vera in charge of the girls. If you were in charge of the girls, get them right. Get them right. You what? you why are you the baddest one? You're trying to create a show for other women to be on and you're trying to create content for other women to be on. So why are you the baddest motherfucker in the room? If you're trying to put these girls on a platform, you no, know, all of these girls look like they got their outfits from City Trends and Wish. And, and Walmarts. Look like they got their hair from I, I don't know. Where is the Cheap place, Sally's. I don't know where the fuck y'all get cheap hair from, women, but wherever y'all get the cheap hair from, that's where the fuck it looked like. Wish, I guess. Ordered look like bitches was ordering a wigs, they lace fronts and shit off of Wish. Come on now. Come on. There's a way to go about it. Guess what? Save you up a couple dollars. They have casting calls for Bad Girls Clubs. They have casting calls for reality TV shows. If this is something you really want to do, just take the time, research it. Save you up a couple pennies. Use some of that stimulus money if you still got some left. To sacrifice a paycheck. Sacrifice some money. And do what I did. Take the initiative, save up a couple dollars, and take your ass to a real audition. Take your ass to a real screen calling. Take your ass to a real screen casting. A real pilot. Take your ass to one of those. At least your time even if you do or don't make it, it was worth your time because guess what? You can't put you can't put that you were on episode 1 of Bad Girls Club on your entertainment resume. No, but you can Put that I have auditioned for Bad Girls Club in front of ETV's production crew. That's a resume stamp in the entertainment business. Not that I was on episode one of Facebook Live's Youngstown Bad Girls Club. That's not going to do you no good or get you no clout. Take some time, go get some professional pictures taken. Go get your nails and your hair and your makeup done. Call a photographer. I know plenty of photographers that'll give you some head and a couple of full body shots for 25, 35 bucks, one location. Come and snap pictures. It'll take them all of 15 and 20 minutes of both of your guys' time to get some professional head taken. And then you send those head off to the big producers and then they call you in or you go to a casting call. Stop falling for the pump fake of these people here in Youngstown, Ohio that have that think they that think they are famous and really think that they are doing something. That lady has been thinking she's been doing something for the past four and five years and ain't done shit because if she had done something, her ass wouldn't be in Youngstown no more. But you fall for the pump fake. You You fall. Hey, she got a good mouthpiece on her. I know her. unfortunately, I know the hell out that woman and I know she got a good, she talks a good game. I know this person. I know that person. We can do this. We can do that. And none of this shit comes about. That's part of the entertainment business. You, unfortunately, you have people like that, that will pump fake the shit out you look, do better, do better. Y'all have to do better. Okay. Um, Unfortunately, it it, it went down the way it did and y'all all all look terrible as fuck. And now you're like immortalized on Facebook for making a complete ass out of yourself. Oh my God. Oh my God. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Some of y'all didn't have no grandmas in the churches and and aunties that gave a fuck about y'all. and That video showed it. And apparently your mamas don't give a fuck too much about y'all neither because I know my mom would have slapped the shit out of me. And furthermore, I would have slapped the shit out of my mama for having on a jumpsuit like that at 50 plus years old. What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? I disown my mother. For real. And I would disown my I mean, maybe it's okay to them because that's how, you know, they grew up. Maybe that's okay. But, you know, I know that's not how my mom has always been a lady. My mom is a fucking lady. Do you understand what I mean? My mother is the the most ladiest lady that you can get. Doesn't yell, doesn't scream, doesn't holler, doesn't dress ratchet or carry on or none of that. None of that. My mother is a, a solid ass woman. And so, yeah, if my mom came downstairs with a jumpsuit like that on, it'd be a conversation and a misunderstanding all at the same time all at the same time so y'all got to do better man y'all got to do better i mean i wish the best for y'all i really don't see too much coming of it but hey if it does i wish y'all the best and luck but that shit from last night looked fucking terrible it looked terrible y'all i just want to say thank you uh thank you guys for tuning in thank you for listening in on my first episode um It took me some time to get back up on my feet. Well, here I am. And pretty soon, pretty soon, you just might be hearing a new voice sitting right here beside me. I have a co-hosting seat that is waiting to be filled. That is waiting to be filled, but it's got to be the right pick. And if you're interested in the business... Please stop in, let me know, Um, comment, like, share, reach out to me on Facebook. Like I said, I can be reached on Facebook, Blair Floyd. I can be reached on Instagram, blove 678. Um, I can be reached everywhere. Tap in with me if this is something you're interested in. Let's show these people a proper platform to get yourself going on. All right. So thank you, guys. I really appreciate my returning listeners, fans, um, the people that have been there for me, um, the people that have looked out for me after this transition from Static Energy Podcast, which is a great one because I'm on my fucking way. And the thing about it is, I'm going to leave this piece of advice with you all before I get off of here. Don't let anybody or anything come between you and your dream you know what your heart wants you know what your heart desires for itself sometimes people will come and like i said a little bit of this bad girls club shit is relatable to myself and some of the things that i've been through in the entertainment business but you don't ever let anybody stop your shine or feel like that they can ever take something away from you you are beautiful you are highly favored and you are loved you are a creature that was made here to be you and only you. So give them the best you that you can be. This is Be Love, and this is the first episode of AfterShot Podcast. We will see you guys next week. I will talk to you soon. Peace out. Peace.